What is good, Divine Gang Gang? Super duper excited about um, chapter 11. I already looked at, took a peek at the subtitle and this one is a game changer. So I'm reading for you from the book, How Rich People Think by Steve Siebold. You all already know. <clears throat> I love his writing style. He's the type of writer that will just give it to you straightforward, flip you upside down, turn you all around, drop the mic, and exit the stage. So, also love um, the subtitle for the title of the book, which is Turn Your Ambition to Action. Um, again, it just kind of ties into the, the, the author that he is. This, this um, reading, as I'm flipping to the page... It's not for someone who's going to stay there and say, I wish, or I want, or things are not fair. No, <clears throat> this is a person that's ready to turn that, that ambition to fuel, right? That's ready to turn that ambition to action. So let's get into it, right? For those of you who've been with me on my Divine Feminine journey, we've been talking about the conversations that are going on between the genders, you know? Um, and, and so you're going to see why this one, uh, is going to be just as appealing to me. So let's get right into it. This is, this is number 11. Middle-class embraces advanced degrees. World-class embraces any form of education that makes them wealthier. Wow. <clears throat> Okay, so it says, the masses believe formal education is the only education that will help them become successful. When they want to make more money, their companies encourage them to go back to school and get an MBA or PhD. Employers are often willing to pay for their advanced, for these advanced degrees. This is one of the most inefficient strategies for increasing your income. The most efficient and profitable way to solve a problem no one else can solve and sell it. <clears throat> okay, here we go. The most efficient and profitable way is to solve a problem no one else can solve and sell it. The bigger the problem, the bigger the compensation. This is the cornerstone of every great fortune. Sometimes it takes more education and that's when world-class thinkers turn to any form of education that will give them the knowledge they need to get what they want. That's key and that's important right there. Sometimes they find it in a college classroom, but more often they turn to people who have done what they want to do. This is why personal and professional development seminars have become so popular over the years. Speakers, authors, and trainers who lead these programs have usually achieved massive success in their chosen field and have come back to share their secrets with others who wish to do the same. <clears throat> Some aspiring rich people join referral marketing or direct sales organizations to make money while getting a world-class education in entrepreneurship. This is another unconventional yet extremely effective method of learning from brilliant rich people who have amassed personal fortunes. I appreciate his his um, perspective on that one. That that's a that's a good one for me personally. Anyways, so back into it. The rich and ambitious are also great fans of self-study through the use of books audio programs, <clears throat> and other educational materials. 
they will educate themselves by interviewing successful people in their field. That right there is huge. That's a gem. Um, a couple of the books I started reading at the end of last year uh, were talking about <clears throat> how they would, um, I believe it is Napoleon Hill and uh, I believe Dale Carnegie, is it Andrew or Dale Carnegie, They their books and most of their success was just came from um, interviewing hundreds of people who were successful in looking for key characteristics. So this 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 sentence right here is a whole gem for you, and I hope you recognize it for what it is, but <clears throat> I'll read it again. It says, they will educate themselves by interviewing successful people in their field. They will hire personal coaches and consultants. They will tap any form of education available to make their dreams a reality, and they don't need a diploma or certificate of completion to validate their investment. So while the middle class tends to limit themselves to formal education, the world class is open to anything, anything that moves them closer to their goals. So um, the rich resource that he recommends that you read um, is the book, Get a Financial Life, Personal Finance in Your 20s and 30s by Beth Koblener. Right, so get a financial life, personal finance in your twenties and thirties by Beth Koblener. That sounds like an awesome resource. <clears throat> Next one is a uh, critical thinking question: Is what are you doing on a daily basis to further educate yourself on how to become wealthy? Ooh, I love that question so much. Please marinate on that. Perfect time to do it. Top of the year, twenty twenty two. Let's go. What are you doing on a daily basis to further educate yourself on how to become wealthy? Action step. Join a referral marketing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me read the action step. Let's go. Join a referral marketing or direct sales company with a multi-level compensation plan to learn how to sell products, recruit people, and build a team. You will learn more about how rich people think and operate from observing the top performers in these companies than, than anywhere else I found in the 26 years of research. <clears throat> you probably heard when I um, reacted to something he said in the in the chapter, and I felt like it was one of those things like we've been talking a lot about tuning our frequency and turning the dial of 528 hertz and um, creating like an alchemy where there's pH balance or adjusting things. And so I will say I have had experiences with MLMs. I've actually done podcasts on MLMs and why you should avoid them at all costs. And or I gave tips on how to navigate um, through some of the pitfalls that I've seen with MLMs. Because if you, if you really like them, I'm actually... In one that I like, it's for my essential oils. But the thing, the good thing is, they don't bug me; they don't harass me. So I buy my essential oils. I'm kind of low-key playing around with putting up the links so that y'all can use it if you want to. But and then um, there's one MLM in particular that I was a part of, and um, when I tell you that a lot of it, it's very secret society, <clears throat> very secret society in the sense of what's going on in the because they're in the finance sector. And um, when I tell you they have secret pockets of knowledge, 
it, knowing what I know now, and I probably could just easily go start going back to the meetings and, and it, giving the information that he's giving here right now. That's why I said it's a whole gem. I will know how to navigate it better, but um, I, I will kind of just leave it at that. But um, you might want to go back and listen to the podcast that I did about the MLM, because if you find something that has to do with this, it's going to, I talk about the pitfalls to avoid if you really want to get into them. And I talk about how, <clears throat> you know, just because your friend unfortunately asked you to it, don't be so quick to get into it. Don't get gaslighted into it. A lot of these things, you know, either the team is successful or they're not, either the upline is successful or they're not. You have to make sure you get along with the upline and you don't want to just sign up with any group. You kind of want to study who's moving, who mentors their people, who is just kind of like in it for the money and who's willing to mentor you to get to the next level. Because sometimes, depending on their structural setup, they really give zero Fs about you. And they just are not, some people want to stay at the top, like the the finance um, company that I was with. The broker, he wanted to be the broker. And I was coming like up and hard, like coming in ready. And you can start to see after a while, it started to get a little bit competitive and, um, taking me, uh, uh, I went, yeah. And so it was one of those things where, um, I had people signing up, but they would sabotage it at some point. And then it was like, started to realize like, okay, um, I, I could have probably, yeah, it, it just, it wasn't, you know, that type of setup. He wanted to be the broker, but the thing is what's unfortunate is I liked the company. That's why I haven't put them on blast like I did with the other companies um, with the other broker offices, but the other, um, broker office, we would go there for training and they mentored their people very hands-on. And it's kind of like, I move up, you move up, I move up, you move up, whatever I'm learning, you're learning. And I was trying to figure out how to get, you know, change broker offices or what, whatever, what have you, but it's kind of like, no, we're going to lose our numbers. And, it's like, we want to keep you here, but we're not going to grow you. But anyways, that's the whole tangent on that. But um, yeah, I would say like with the finance sector, I I could agree with that, but it it depends. I would say, do your research on that one. But like they said, learning to sell, learning how to sell products, recruit people. Um, What is another thing that kind of stuck out to me? Um, This is the thing, like if, you know, uh, with the degrees, it, it's one of those things. It's, it's all a matter of perspective and how you look at it. Is he saying not to get advanced degrees? No. What he's saying is make sure that it's something that's going to make you wealthier. And I think that as a society, we're starting to revisit what degrees mean. You know, we're not just going to have our sons and daughters go to college for a social work degree and spend $115,000 for that degree, spend all that time only for you to get like $12, $13 an hour and then have a hard time paying back your, your, you know, your student loan. So that type of thing. Um, the other thing too, is that you kind of have to make sure that it's going to add money to your pocket. And so then for those of you who are still looking for mission, you know, we had a lot of mass resignations this past year. Um, sometimes four, four million, seven million, eleven million, 11 million, I believe in November, not to mention, um, those that resigned in 2021, no, 2020, 2020, 2021, 2019. Ooh, why do I keep saying 2019? Anyways, 
but we've had a lot of mass resignations and I know that some people either already kind of had had a um plan charted out but there are some people that are still kind of figuring out what they're good at and this is a good reminder that if there's something that you specialize in um go ahead and start those teaching courses. We've been talking a little bit about passive income. There's a lot of resources on YouTube that talk about passive income. If you're, um, if you want to set up courses, the good thing is you can record the course, uh, upload it to Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Um, you can do live workshops where you engage with people. You can schedule one-on-ones with people, but that's something definitely for you to consider and that will keep you employable. Don't take it for granted. At, at a minimum, there's so many resources out there that you can at least put your name out there. And when the you know the clients fall into your lap, they fall into your lap. Some of you are going to want to actively cultivate that. But I absolutely love that too. Um, was there anything else to there? Um, yeah. Just continue to learn. There was another thing that he was talking about where it's just a continual process, but it says rich and ambitious are fans of self-study through use of books, audio programs, um, audio programs, and other educational materials. Um, Talk to people who are successful around you, right? Um, Get the coaches, the consultants, and don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself to formal in, uh, education. It's, and I'm um, going to close off the same way that Steve Siebel did with just really um, change how you think about things. Um, and I'm going to read that last set, that last phrase that he put in there. And this is Steve Siebel's way of dropping the mic and exiting stage right or left, right? The world-class is open to anything, anything that moves them closer to their goals. So I hope this was a blessing to you. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. You'll want to tune in next Monday for another reading of How Rich People Think. Until the next podcast, I am your Oracle. Peace.